0: this episode has been brought to you by made with rage made with rage is a black british owned etsy store selling harry potter and star wars face masks perfect for this current times swimwear bags and loads more all products have been handmade with love and care and bespoke requests are welcome to find out more click on the link in the description or visit etsy.com made with rage zero Now let's hope for him or two. hello everybody welcome to another is it worth a tenor review from wulong talks my name is jason i'm the host of the wulong talks podcast as you know by now um and what we do with is it worth a tenor reviews is we basically just have a little informal non-spoiler chat about uh the latest movies that i've seen basically um now quite a few of you are asking when is it worth a tenor is coming back so um hopefully you're tuned in and listening to this now uh we're recording this uh via instagram uh, tv so if you're watching the video on instagram then uh please give us a like and and you know share it around and all of that good stuff um and if you're listening to us on the audio podcast then welcome um thank you for joining us if you're listening to us for the first time uh what we do here at woolong talks is we talk about movies uh comic books TV shows, gaming, and everything uh, and anything to do with pop culture and geek culture. Um, today, as we are recording this, it's Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas to all of you who are uh, out there watching this video or listening to the audio from this podcast. Um, thank you for supporting us throughout the year. It's been amazing. Um, this year has been a difficult one, pretty much like last year was a difficult one, but you know, it is what it is. We, we try and do what we can. Um, Everybody's out here just kind of grinding and, and surviving, really, because that's all we can do, isn't it? So, um, yeah, we're pretty much kind of stuck at, at, at that base. But nonetheless, we're here. As said, it's Christmas time and we are here to do some Is It Worth A Turn Of Reviews. Now, just before I begin, um, as said with Is It Worth A turner Reviews, they are non-spoiler, so don't worry if you haven't seen the movies in question. Um, I try very hard to avoid going into any kind of spoiler details when uh, just giving my thoughts on the movie and, and kind of how I feel about it and stuff like that. So so if you haven't seen uh, these two movies that we're going to be talking about, I said, don't worry. But hopefully these reviews will give you an idea of kind of what I felt about them and, and will help you kind of make a decision as to whether or not it's worth your good, honest £10 note. Now, we're going to start with uh, one of the most anticipated movies of this year i think really um and if you don't know what i'm talking about that of course is spider-man no way home um it's been a movie that i've i've been excited for ever since it was announced and you know plans were, were put in place to make the movie and to bring the movie out to to audiences uh lots of other people have been excited too um we've had Basically a year of spoilers and rumors and all kinds of leaks and various different things going on with that movie that um, in some ways I think have kind of slightly tempered people's expectations and excitement for the movie. But then again, not entirely because the movie is making about a gazillion dollars at the moment at the box office. Every cinema showing seems to be sold out for this movie, so um, I don't think anybody's necessarily lost their interest in, in seeing Spider-Man in spite of all of the information that has come out. Um, so, Spider-Man: Nowhere Home. I mean, again, I, I don't think I really need to explain too much about like the plot, but essentially, um, it follows right on from. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, where uh, the character of Mysterio uh, has revealed Peter Parker's uh, identity to New York City and, and the world, um, and Nowhere Home kind of immediately picks off from that moment and, and shows kind of how Peter um, and his friends and his family have to adjust to uh, this new reality that they live in, where everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and that kind of throws up some problems. So um, Peter goes to see uh, his good friend, Dr. Strange um, and asks Dr. Strange to basically use his, his magical prowess to, to make the world forget that um, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But due to some complications, things don't quite go the way they're supposed to go. um, And quite the opposite happens. And as a result of that, Um, Peter's reality gets turned upside down as a bunch of uh, villains who he's never met before but we've seen before um, start turning up in his world um, and threatening kind of his peace and and his existence, really. Um, And the movie is is really kind of Peter trying to deal with with that situation and trying to deal with... um, trying to deal with, with the added uh, stresses and strains of of these visitors to, to his reality that he wasn't expecting to see. So, um, really, that's kind of where the movie, for me, gets super juicy. Um, basically, like, is it worth a tenner? Yes, like, <laughs> it's, it's so worth a tenner. It's worth 20 quid. Like, that's how good it is. It's worth 20 quid. Um, for me, personally, I... Thought that the beginning of the movie was a little bit um, stodgy to start with, uh, partly because of the, the amount of loose ends they had to tie up from Spider Man Far From Home and, and then kind of kick off their own story for No Way Home. But once you can get past the first 25 minutes or so and, and the kind of setup and the exposition and all of that, um, once the movie starts going. Wow, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing thrill ride. Um, it's basically like a kind of, a, a, just a joyous love letter to, to Spider-Man, really. Um, you know, and that Spider-Man of the movies uh, in various incarnations and comic books and, and you know, the popular culture Spider-Man. And it reminds us as, as to why Spider-Man is such a hugely popular character to begin with um you know there there's so many qualities that the the spider-man embodies that audiences around the world have, have fallen in love with and um you know this movie really does kind of remind you of if if you ever needed reminding of, of why it is spider-man is such a beloved uh character and a character that people really feel that they can identify with um, all of the performances all round in in this movie are brilliant, um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, from Tom Holland himself to uh, Zendaya and and Jacob Batalon as um, his girlfriend and his, and his friend Ned, uh, respectively. Um, Doctor Strange's cameo is awesome. Benedict Cumberbatch is just great as Doctor Strange. Like, there's really nothing new to add there. We know that we've seen him for in the role for a number of years now and um yeah there's just nothing to add there we we know he's good um the villains that that pop up are fantastic i mean it's not a spoiler to say that that because they've put it in the trailer but um it's great to see the likes of um alfred molina's doc gawk and uh william defoe's Green Goblin is just, yeah, fantastic, it's like he never even left the character to be honest, you wouldn't believe there's been that much time between um, his last appearance in the Spider-Man movie and this one because he he just absolutely is fantastic, he just nails Norman Osborn every time um, and the way he plays that character as well, I don't think anybody else could have done that the way that he does. Um, So he's great, Jamie Foxx is great, his character is slightly different, again I won't go into like kind of detail because I don't want to spoil things for people, but his character is slightly different to what it is in in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and um, it is kind of addressed a little bit, but not really, like in in the movie, but who cares, it's Jamie Foxx, and you know, he does his Jamie Foxx things, he's hella charming, he's funny. And he carries a bit of menace with him as well. And, you know, that's what you want. So nobody cares. Um, but yeah, yeah, all of the actors are, are fantastic. Um, the story is really, really gripping, entertaining, emotional, um, just fantastic. There's, there's so many different elements to this story that all need to be balanced um, in order for the story to, to work in the way that it, it should and, um, you know, they've managed to perfectly balance all of, of the elements, um, as said for the, the, the plot and the story to make this thing work in the way that it should. So, um, you know, no complaints there at all with the plot, the visual effects are fantastic as well. Um, you know you've seen probably from the trailers the the parts where spider-man and doctor Stranger are in the mirror dimension and that's really cool but but even just like bringing back some of the uh, the older characters they they've redesigned some of them and it looks pretty fantastic the way that they've redesigned them too which is which is just awesome um yeah it's just it's fantastic uh, really really fantastic movie um I'm not gonna go into the 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 big spoilers, even though everybody probably knows what the big spoilers are at this point. Um, but what I will say is that when those spoiler moments happen, even though you know they're coming, they're still great. <laughs> they're still really great because they're handled so well. Um, and I guess last thing I'll say is that it's this movie has has really kind of. Solidified for me um, that John Watts, the the director of this movie and all of the the Spider-Man movies in the MCU, um, is the perfect choice for a Fantastic Four movie. Definitely the the, the perfect choice, and I can't wait to see what uh, he's able to do with those characters and and how he's able to tell those stories because he's just done a, a terrific job um, with the Spider-Man movies for the MCU. Really, so you know to see that and to see his fantastic four is is definitely something to look forward to so yes spider-man no way home is absolutely worth a tenner um it's out in cinemas now go and check it out now in the cinema don't wait for it to come on streaming um watch it now on the big screen because it really is like it, it's just one of those experiences that you have to you have to get on the big screen to to enjoy. Um, not that you can't necessarily watch it and on, on a stream at home, but yeah, I mean, it, there's just there's a bit more impact and a bit more power um, watching it live. I would say on, on in the cinema. So um, yeah, go and check that one out. Okay, well, the second movie I'm going to talk about is a movie that perhaps wasn't quite as highly anticipated, but was pretty anticipated, and certainly um if you're of a certain age like me um you were probably going like holy crap there's one of these coming back um and i'm talking about the matrix uh, matrix resurrections um this was a movie i was hell of excited for i was i was really excited uh when i saw the first trailer the teaser trailer and and the the subsequent full-length trailer, I was just fully involved, I was ready, I was invested again, I was like, listen, I'm going to go and put on my dark glasses and a long trench coat, and I'm going to rock up to the cinema already, yeah, because, like, The Matrix is just my jam, man, it's <laughs> just totally my jam, I mean, if you know us well, at we, we love talks, you know how well, um, how much we love The, the Matrix, um, you know, Rich in particular, that's one of his all-time greatest movies um so you know I did the the first matrix that is um, but even the sequels like I didn't terribly mind revolutions uh reloaded I actually think is is not bad I think it's just the third act that kind of lets it down but um but I actually think reloaded is pretty good I mean like and as an action movie it blows like 90 percent of of um, other action movies that people like Out the water like, And this is supposedly a poorer version Of, of um, that series So for me It's a really really good um, Franchise And a really important one uh, One that's in really important to me So um, Yeah going into that movie I was as I said Like hell of excited guys Just really really looking forward to it Um and, yeah, I have to say I feel, like, totally let down because it's not worth a tenner. It really isn't. Um, it's a shame. It, it really is a shame. But it, it's... I felt really, really disappointed by the end of the movie, to be honest. Um, I, I didn't feel like I was getting the, the Matrix movie that I thought I was going to get. Um yeah, it just it just wasn't it wasn't that good at all. Um, essentially, to to kind of summarise the plot again with no spoilers is um, basically uh, the movie kind of takes us back to the the world of the Matrix, but we kind of discover that um, Neo uh, is going by his uh, his his slave name of Thomas Anderson, and um, is basically a video game developer. And all the events of the previous Matrix movies are video games. So they're all, um, all of them are, are uh, yeah, I said as are, are playable games that, that people all around the world played. And so the, the story of Neo and Trinity and, and, and their battle against the machines um, was all a, a video game. And um, he is, as I said, working as a video games developer for this company that he he founded with uh, his business partner. Who um, it's made pretty clear is Agent Smith. Again, that's not a spoiler because they kind of give it away in the trailer anyway. Um, and essentially, the uh, the company are, are basically commissioned by Warner Brothers. Um, because this movie is super meta for some reason, but is commissioned by Warner Brothers to make another Matrix game, um, which is something that uh, Neo slash Thomas Anderson doesn't want to do because it's affecting um, his mental health and and he's having several breakdowns and he has to see a therapist who who, um, basically guides him through various different... Um, psychotic incidences and breakdowns and and things like that. So anyway, throughout the the course of sort of starting to go down the road of designing this game he he begins to start questioning his reality again Um, and he crosses paths with uh, several characters who are trying to help him see that uh, in fact the the Matrix was real, it's not a game um, and that uh, basically, they need him to to start the resistance again against the machines. Um, I won't go any further into kind of detail from there because it's it, you're kind of entering spoiler territory, so I, I don't want to go too far down that road in terms of the plot. But yeah, as said, it's <laughs> it disappointed me. Um, the plot I felt was very weird um the the character developments didn't make a lot of sense um in particular there's like there's something that they do in the movie I'm trying to do this without spoiling it but there's something they do in the movie with ai and with ball bearings that just doesn't make any sense at all um particularly for one character in 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 particular it just it, like I was just kind of scratching my head like Why? Why would you do that? Um, The performances are not great, to be honest. Um, The script isn't really that good either. Uh, There's lots of moments where it... Is trying to be humorous and, and and almost kind of poking fun at itself. It's it's like it's kind of like a parody of Matrix movies, if you know what I mean. Like it, it kind of it does matrix stuff, but then goes, isn't this so silly, this thing where these people can go into like this machine world? And and you're kind of like, Okay, I don't get what you're doing here, like why are you trying to run down your own movie franchise? That doesn't make sense. Um and the the humor means that there's really like kind of no stakes um it doesn't feel like any of the key characters are truly threatened at any time um you always kind of feel like yeah they'll get out of whatever jam they're in because you know yeah there's no real threats to them um the villain of the piece is is obvious and, again, because not particularly threatening to Neo. Um, or I didn't think particularly threatening to Neo. Uh, because of that, you don't really feel that there's any, like, pressure on the character. Or that, you know, the characters are in any kind of jeopardy. And so it just kind of renders everything pointless, really. Um you know it's it's just not great really it's not great even the the fight scenes are terribly lackluster um terribly lackluster there there's a point where keanu says um i know kung fu Oh, i still know kung fu and i was kind of like really cuz he didn't show it <laughs> so i don't know where where that statement's come from because the fight scenes are just kind of generic hollywood action movie fight scenes now um, they don't really do anything that spectacular visually. There are a couple of effects that are pretty cool, but generally it's it's kind of stuff we're all used to seeing. Um, and I suppose that's part of the problem as well, because the, the original Matrix movies kind of pushed the, the barriers in terms of what was possible. Um, to display on screen both um, from a visual ste- uh, effect standpoint and both from like an action movie standpoint and a fight scene standpoint, and it feels like this movie does none of that. Um, it's all very kind of predictable by the numbers, you know, copy and paste sort of stuff. Really, on on that regard. Um, the only positives I can come out with really for this were, um, you know, Jessica Henwick, uh, her character Bugs is really cool jessica henwick's really cool anyway um and she's usually good in in anything you see her in I, I mean i loved her in um iron Fist. she was the only thing i loved about iron fist to be honest um and she's probably the best thing about this movie as well um so you know if you are gonna see it it's probably worth it just for her um Ann moss is great um you know she's always again she's always great you know it's rare that you see Ann moss and And are not convinced by her in in what she does and and she's great in this as well. She, um, you know, she's asked to play a slightly different character again without kind of, you know, spoiling things. She's asked to play a slightly different character here, but she does so pretty well, um, I felt so. So she's good. but otherwise, yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, and I suppose it was good to see the cast of Sense8. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That was cool. Because um, like, Sense8 was really, really good. I really enjoyed that series. That For those of you who haven't seen it, it was on uh, Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there, but um, it was a series uh, written and, and created by uh, the Wachowskis. Um and, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good, like, kind of sci-fi series. So, yeah, I would recommend that if you haven't seen it. Um, but most of the cast of that pop up in this movie, so that was good to see. But otherwise, yeah, that's about it. To be honest, I wouldn't really recommend um, spending any money <laughs> to go and see Matrix. Um, I would probably park that for now and maybe say, yeah, okay, I'll go and, um, you know, uh, I don't know, go and... Get it on a stream or something like that. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for Matrix to be honest with you, folks. I just wouldn't. All right, well that's it for me. Um, I'm done. I'm gonna head out of here. Uh, before I leave you, if you are listening to the audio version of this and you are listening via Spotify, Spotify have now added a recommendation um, and rating system to their uh, podcast. System, so if you could give us uh, a rating, that would be really really appreciated. It does help other people find us and it helps um, to get Woolong Talks uh, growing and, and moving. So if you could do that, we'd be eternally grateful to you. So please do um, consider doing that. Otherwise, as said, if you're watching this on uh, IG, just share it around with some people who might be interested and um yeah if you want to talk spoilers by the way on any of these movies um then feel free to dm us on on any of our social channels um i'll play a little trailer at the end of the audio version so you can um find out where to find us but but yeah by all means just drop us a dm man um dm's open and and we're happy to talk spoilers with you there although bear in mind richard hasn't seen um, Spidey yet so uh, don't drag him into anything okay and uh, next up for us uh, will be our Cowboy Bebop live action review I know uh, a few of you have been waiting for that we'll get that sorted as soon as possible um, and then we'll probably have some spoilers chat about Spidey and Matrix and then maybe sum up uh, everything we've been enjoying over the past 12 months and our end of year review all right thanks a lot for listening folks you take care of yourselves Have a wonderful Christmas and we'll see you again soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.woolongtalks.com or drop us an email at woolongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BritPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters.